When we think of frontline workers, we normally refer to medical staff, firefighters, and police officers. What about photojournalists? Today on the America's Now podcast, we talk about these photographers who went out to cover the pandemic in South America. They captured scenes of horror, but also of hope and resilience. Joel Richards brought us this piece, which is very visually stunning. And also because the photographers were brave and talented and artistic in how they presented their work and captured these images. Joel joins us now from Buenos Aires. Joel, thank you for joining us and welcome to the America's Now podcast. Hi, Elaine. Pleasure. Great to be with you. Well, tell us how you found these uh, photographers and their COVID LATAM project. Well, we know one of the the founders of this collective uh, LATAM project, as you said, uh, Sebastian Kil Miranda. He's a good friend of uh, of a number of the people that we work with on America's Now Features here in Argentina. And he mentioned just this idea that he had when in the first weeks in March, when Argentina went into lockdown, he was just going out and about on the streets trying to document what was happening. And very quickly, he was talking to colleagues around the continent and he just saw something that was going on in terms of the what they were able to cover, how they were able to cover it, and the, the perspective they brought to what was going on in this region. And so he swiftly started this project, got a number of people on board from different countries, some in Brazil, you had several photographers contributing, but he found people from countries across South America to take part in what started out as essentially an Instagram account um, to which people would contribute photos, and it's expanded very quickly. They've now already produced a book with some of the stunning photographs that, they, that they've produced. So as I said, it started with someone who, who we know from being out on the streets and we know from, from work. Um, and he, he told us about the project and it just sounded like a fascinating window into what was happening in the region. And specifically, some, some of the stories that just weren't always being covered in the mainstream media. Well, you focused on four photographers. So tell us a little bit more about each one and uh, the specific countries they covered. Sure. So we spoke to Sebastian here in Argentina and uh, we accompanied him on one of his shoots. We went to the, it's called the Villa 31, one of the working class neighborhoods in, in Buenos Aires. These are neighborhoods that for a long time have been, have not had access to, have not had electricity, gas, water supplies. So underprivileged areas where the, the notion of quarantine is just verges on the absurd. It's completely impossible to enforce or to ask people to, to adhere to. So there was a, a very different reality in a neighbourhood like this to, a, to the reality elsewhere in the city and, and in the country. So he was very interested in what was going on there. And as I said, because of the issue of the water, for example, they had fires breaking out and they were literally trying to douse fires with cups of water. So, you know, he followed uh, one of the uh, the fire brigade working there for a number of days and we followed him, we accompanied him one day there. So Sebastian focused very much on, on how uh, a community that has long struggled, at the socioeconomic reality, struggling was struggling all the more under the pandemic. So that was Sebastian in Argentina. We spoke to another Argentine photographer, who's based in Peru, Rodrigo Abt, who's very well-known photojournalist. He's, he's one of Associated Press's uh, 
I wouldn't say top photographers, but he's won many awards. He's won the Pulitzer Award. He's covered wars in, in Syria, Iraq, Afghanistan. He's now based in Peru. And and he too just has a, his, his, his images are, are haunting, really, in Peru, one of the countries, as many are in Latin America, but ravaged by the, by the pandemic. Um, a country that has, has seen great economic growth, but that hasn't reached everybody. And so great a great contrast there. So we spoke to Rodrigo. In Bolivia, we spoke to Sara Aliaga, uh, a young photojournalist who, who was very interested in the political upheaval in Bolivia that, of course, started in 2019 um, and which, if you like, complicated the, the, the response to COVID-19. And so her work was very focused on what was happening on the streets in terms of social protest. And then we spoke to Gloriana Ximendas in Costa Rica, who had a very different experience. She was pregnant during the early phase of the pandemic, her, her daughter, I believe it is, is now, has now been born, but she was documenting her own, her own personal journey of maternity in pandemic, but also interested in what was happening to women in this vulnerable situation in her country, but also how that would be echoed, if you like, around the region. So, so we tried to speak to four different photographers from different geographies, different personal experiences to give a sense of the of the work that they do in the in, in, in that collective. So, what was it like as you sort of sifted through and organized the various images as you were putting this story together? Is there uh, a major theme that stood out to you, or is there? a particular angle that really brought all of these stories and, and photographs together? It's a, it's a great question, Elaine. And it, it was a, it was a difficult piece to put together because there were such personal journeys and such personal reflections from all of the photographers. And we've all become so used to zoom conversations and meetings, but you don't have that same intimacy. And yet all of the photographers we interviewed, despite the distance, but with their images, they they brought together something which is, if you like, a mosaic of what is happening in Latin America, what was happening in 2020 in particular. On the one hand, you had the dimension of it, the scale of, of how Latin America was being affected by the pandemic, where, a region where countries simply didn't have the resources, as the same resources as in the United States or in Europe, to help with social spending and social support. So you had the dimension of the and the tragedy of, of of the pandemic, but also the intimacy, and not just the personal story of Gloriana and her, her pregnancy, but also just the, the more mundane, the day-to-day -day stories and the way that people's lives, despite the pandemic, also just continued and had to continue. And so I suppose it was that juxtaposition of just the sheer scale of what was happening, but then within that, the day-to-day -day of experience that people had. And, and the way that this account and this, this this project brought together so many different visions of an experience which everyone can relate to, which everyone, I suppose, listening to this and around the world can relate to. Everyone has gone through this. Um, and yet there are so many ways that uh, people have, have viewed this and seen this and obviously the way these photographers have chosen to document it. Right. I mean, on one hand, we know that they're documenting history. We've all been living through this, um, as you said. And also, in a way, well, I guess they are putting their lives on the line when they were going out there to um, capture these uh, images. I mean, they're out and about in the community. Is there anything that they've shared with you about the experience for them and, and if it affected them in any way, if it was healing for them? It's a great question, Elena. And, you know, at the top of, the, of this podcast, you mentioned frontline workers. And 
and you're right, everyone we spoke to really has, has a fearlessness about them. And I suppose what, what, we've, what I found in, in many of them was a, a commitment, a, a, the feeling of needing to, to document this, of having a social responsibility at a time like this to show what was going on in their country and in their community. I think that's perhaps the key, that they, they felt the need to, all the more so, to, to document people's struggles, to shine the light on, on things that weren't being seen and weren't being discussed because uh, we have this sort of one-size-fits-all narrative in, in the media about how the vaccine campaigns are going and and the the rate of infection in certain countries at any one time. But there are many issues which are lost and not touched on by the media. And so I suppose it was this commitment of these of these photographers to, to, to stay faithful to that and to show uh, how other people are, are suffering in this pandemic. And, and I think that was the main thing on a personal level. This is what they wanted to, to achieve with their work. And what about for you, Joel, because you've been working throughout the pandemic, you've been collecting and, and filming stories as well. Has it been difficult for you to get people to talk to you and, and do your regular pre-COVID job of being in the field? What is it? What has it been like for you and your team? I hadn't been expecting this question. Um, it's <laughs> putting you on the spot there. Yeah, it's, it's um, it's off the scale, isn't it? It's not knowing that you're going to a, a war zone, but it's it's having to take and to consider just so many aspects uh, of your of your daily life. A couple of our of my colleagues, the Cameron, have caught COVID. Um, I haven't, or as, as far as I know, I may perhaps have been asymptomatic. You know, here in Argentina, the second wave is starting now and it's and it looks to be considerably worse than it was last year. And so it's very difficult. And it's difficult when at home, my partner is, takes great care. She's working from home. But then we go to neighborhoods that have been ravaged by the disease and you take all the precautions necessary. But of course, there's that lingering fear and concern is, are you putting other people in, in at risk? So it's it's been very difficult. It's uh, we could do with it coming to an end for sure. And in Argentina, they are struggling. We are struggling to get the vaccines. They've got a number of deals in place, but it's you know we see uh, the United States, we see Europe vaccinating swiftly, which is fantastic, and it's great that they're able to do so. But Argentina, and really most of of Latin America, is in a situation where we, we've still got a long, long way to go. And that's very difficult to think that in 2020, perhaps everyone thought right. We reached sort of June, July and thought, right, OK, let's just see out this year. But 2021 is going to be OK. Now we have the variants, all the added complications and the frustrations of many people as well. At the moment in Argentina, the big debate is about education, about kids going back to school or not. And just the degree of, of, of complexity is, is so difficult. So it's been it's been difficult. But as I said, we've been lucky so far to to been able to stay safe, even though we have been out and about and trying to, to speak to as many people from different walks of life as possible. And again, we've covered many stories from these, these type of communities where Sebastian took his photographs and the reality facing people there is tremendously difficult and, and very saddening. So again, hopefully there's a genuinely a global effort to, to get the vaccines out to all the countries that need them to stop any more variants uh, spreading because it's, um, it's devastating these nations. Yeah, um, your story had a lot of powerful, beautiful images. And of course, we want you and your friends, family and crew to s continue to stay safe as much as possible. And um, thank you so much for sharing your story with us, Joel. And thank you for being with us on the America's Now podcast. To listen to the first full season of the America's Now podcast, subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. 
Just search for America's Now CGTN America. Our executive producer is Jose Velasquez. Our sound editor is Caroline Allnut. And our copy editor is Joe Zarenko. The head of the Features Unit is Umberto Duran. And I am Elaine Reyes in Washington, D.C.